Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hey, everybody. Chris Miles here, cash flow expert and your anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show that's for you and about you. Those of you that work so freaking hard for your money, and you want your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom, cash flow, and prosperity today, not 30 or 40 billion years from now, but right now so you can live that life that you love, doing what you love with those you love. But most importantly, guys, about creating a life of meaning and impact, because as you become blessed financially, you can bless more lives and create a ripple effect for their lives too. Guys, that's the legacy that I'm excited to share with you guys today. Thank you for binging, tuning in, and doing everything you guys do. Hey, as a great reminder, be sure to check out our, our uh, YouTube channel, the Money Ripples with Chris Miles page. Go and click surpri- subscribe, subscribe, <laughs> whatever you want to do. But uh, subscribe is the actual right button, not the other button I just mentioned. But go click subscribe, uh, follow it, especially where we got a lot of these great videos and great content for you. So be sure to check that out. Hey, how amazing would it be if you could create monthly cash flow, passive income from making at least double digit returns on your money and get this, it's only $1,000 or more that you need to invest. Guys, that's exactly what Secured Investment Corp does. They actually do short-term lending to real estate investors that's backed by real estate that you can actually earn double digit returns on. That means 10% or better. It's also IRA friendly. And you can even reinvest those monthly distributions to create compound interest on your money too. So guys, if, you're, if you want to learn more about that, go check out securedinvestmentcorp.com. That's secured, S-E-C-U-R-E-D, investmentcorp.com. All right, guys. So I got a special guest today. Uh, you know, this is actually someone I've known for, been blessed to know for the last year and a half, uh, really get to know more on a, on a closer level, right? As, as we've been able to work together and do things. Uh, Louis Visco uh, out of California here now. Louie is awesome, right? Um, he's waving hi at you guys right now. So hopefully you saw that and, and I, I didn't just, my big head get in the way. But, uh, but in any case, uh, like Louie, the cool thing about, that I love about him is that hey, he actually started this journey right as the pandemic started, right as COVID made the scene. Louie was there. Louie was actually like in the middle, you know, you know, doing these investments. And in fact, not just investing, but now actually prospering during this period of time. When most people are saying, oh, what did it do to you? Louis has the opposite effect. You know, he has the opposite answer. He's like, dude, COVID was awesome. Uh, so excited to have Louis here to be able to share. <laughs> yeah, he's like, maybe not that awesome. Maybe but. not awesome, but you know. <laughs> but excited to have you here today, Louis, to share your experience. So welcome to our show, man. No, oh, thank you so much. It's great to be here. So give him a little bit of background about you, what you do and, and your family and everything. Okay, well, um, I live out here in California, and uh, born and raised, and I basically, um, I work in the film and entertainment, uh, film and television production. I've been doing that for 25 years. What were some of the the shows you worked on that we might know? um, Like feature films I've worked on, I worked on Pursuit of Happiness with Will Smith, I worked on Blue Jasmine, the Woody Allen film, worked on Rent, the um, Chris Columbus production of the the Broadway play. Wow. And, uh, Milk, the Sean Penn movie. He yeah. won an Academy Award for that. So I've been um, fortunate to do 
to be able to make a living doing that, it's uh, something mm-hmm. I'm really passionate about and I really enjoy the work. And so I feel really lucky. Yeah. And you're kind of an artist yourself too. Like you, you have like many talents, right? I don't know. I mean, I play guitar a little bit and see right back there. Yeah. My strat here, my trusty strat. And then I basically, you know, I play in um, bands and stuff like that just Mm -hmm. for a hobby. I don't really make a living doing that, but it's definitely fun. And I'm also a yogi. I like to practice yoga to, which goes hand in hand with my line of work, you know, to, in order to be able to, it's a physical job. So in order to be able to continue to do that, I need to practice yoga. So and they make you work crazy hours too, don't they? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you've been following the news, but they're, they authorized the strike. And one of the issues is the amount of hours that, that we're asked to work. And the fact is when I started, we rarely did a six day, you know, a six mm-hmm. day week, but now it's almost just expected that you're going to work every Saturday. And so there's a lot of burnout. And um, for us in my department, it's a 12 hour minimum, you know, that we work. Yeah. Uh, we're in production. So. Wow. start adding up pretty quickly absolutely that's because people like me keep wanting to binge watch stuff you know so <laughs> it's <Yeah>. my fault <laughs> well thank you for watching that stuff if you didn't then i wouldn't get to to work on those programs so very true very true yeah. well uh, tell me this like what why why did you want to go on this journey of passive income like what i mean was it because you're being burned out from work that you kind of saw that, that you need to have a light at the end of the tunnel or what was it for you I think that was partly a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, we do have a pension that I've been putting into over the years. Yeah. And the thing I recognize about my job is it's really a young person's game. And um, I just hit 50 years old. And as much as I love the work, I'm like, I realize that I have a shelf life, you know. So yeah. um, the pension, you know, to, receive the full benefit of it you got to go to your 65 and i just mm-hmm. i don't see that necessarily as, as a possibility for me to do that i've already done 25 years so to go I, another 15 yeah yeah i mean I, if i can if i'm able i would love to but i don't know if i physically can you know to man, manage that well it's we'll take it year by year you know yeah. so um, I recognized also that I needed to save money on my own. So, you know, I did what most people do is like I opened an IRA or Roth IRA and funded that every year and just was all in on the stock market. And, you know, the, even during that time that I invested, there was the crash in 2000, which was <laughs> devastating to the portfolio. And, yeah. and then there was, you know, the financial crisis in 07. And then, mm-hmm. then I started working with you and then, COVID happened and the portfolio dumped 40%, you know, so it was like volatility is the name of the game there. And yeah, and like, I didn't have any control and I never sold out at the bottom. I just was like, stay the course, stay the course, mm-hmm. you know, and it was all mostly index funds and stuff like that. And, yeah. But I, I kind of started listening to podcasts and stuff and, and realizing like, I got to do an, something else because this isn't uh I'm never going to save my way to where I want to be. So with that mm-hmm. and then my pension and social security, I just I felt like I needed to kind of accelerate a little bit or try something different. Yeah. Is that, is that how you found me? Like is this show that like you found the show? Is that what it was? Or I, it was, I was starting to listen to podcasts and you were a guest on a podcast and the thing, I can't even remember which one it was. But whatever you were saying spoke to me. And so then I went and looked up your website. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know, 
it was, there was some intimidation, but I'm like, I want to give him a call and, you know, see like, maybe I, he could work with me and help me out. So that's how it happened. And I think the first time we talked on the phone, even it was like, you were like, we were trying to figure out what podcast it was and we couldn't quite nail it down, but I think it was Chris Prefontaine. I think it might've been his podcast. Yeah. Maybe that was the one. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So Okay. So yeah. And, and you had a goal, like, I know you're talking about like, you want to hit a certain income goal by 55, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yes. uh, tell us about that. Like, I mean, that goal, how did it feel? Did it feel scary? Did it feel unreachable? I mean, what was it for you? Um, well, for me, it did, it did feel a little bit like, yeah, like something that was unattainable, you know, mm-hmm. um, but at least doing it the way I was doing it, you know, saving um in your Roth IRA and trying to you know get to a million dollars even is like it's a really daunting task you know like yeah. the market has to be with you and and you can only you're limited to how much you can put in there and and even that for me was a struggle to make that I always tried to reach that threshold but mm-hmm. you know some years were better than others you know yeah so, well and based on the income goal you had like you'd have to save like two million dollars in a Roth which it's kind of Seems tough when you're doing that really. 6,000 or even this year, 7,000 a year. You're like, woo, I'm on my way. <laughs> Two million dollars seemed insurmountable. So yeah. I knew I had to make some kind of a change, you know. So what were, what were the changes that allowed you to start taking action and, uh, and start to get results? Because you've, you've done a great job in the last year and a half. I mean, we, I mean, we literally, you know, we met just pre-COVID, like barely, you know, and yeah. you've been doing this all through COVID despite you know, especially because I know you've done rental real estate, there's been sh- supply shortages, even on the real estate side, you know, inventory shortages, and you've just been knocking out of the park. I mean, what were some of the first steps, like mentally, like what were the things you had to overcome in order to start pulling the trigger, even during this whole massive chaos going on? Well, I, I think that um, there's a certain amount of comfort to, you know, investing in the stock market, because like, well, that's what you're supposed to do. Everybody's doing that. But once I realized that that wasn't going to help me exactly meet the goal that I wanted to I started exploring other stuff and when I was I first bought a home to live in when I was in my late 20s out here in California and as soon as I did that I was like oh I want to do that again I would like love to own more property someday but in California it was just unaffordable it was almost unattainable to buy something and be able to rent it out and have it cash flow you know where you're not having to throw money at it every month and um so I think um, the finding that concept of like investing out of state was something that I had to be comfortable with, with property management and something that was, you know, 3000 miles from where we live. Yeah. So that first to make, I mean, I had done all a studying of podcasts and readings about it. And of course, everybody mentions the purple book and I'd had read that and it was like, it does change your mindset about certain things. Yeah. And because of that, I wanted to, to make the move to, to that, to investing in passive, uh, I mean, in assets that would bring me passive income. Yeah. And it was just, the first one was so scary. It really like, what am I doing? Am I making a mistake? You know, like it was real, it was, it was, it was scary. And yeah, so that- I think working with you definitely, like helps like there's somebody in your corner that can you know like help you understand that the fear is natural but that Mm -hmm. 
this is the the path that you want to, to do. And once you buy the first asset, I mean, after that, it becomes each success of one becomes easier, you know. Absolutely. And, and it's been the game changer. And like you said, we we met right before COVID. I think the first time I talked to you was December of 2019. Mm-hmm. And then I decided to work with you. And our first call, I think you were telling, reminding me was like was March, March 6th, right? Yeah, March 6th, 2020. <laughs> Everything yeah. blew up right after that. So yeah, um, couldn't have been more perfect. <laughs> yeah. It was a scary, scary time. It was really the uncertainty of it. So yeah, it was. Yeah. But, and like you said, I mean, you could have read Rich Dad, Poor Dad over and over cover to cover, but it, was, it wasn't until you actually got got your feet wet a little bit, right? And started to get into it. And and you're doing something that a lot of people that I talk to that they're scared to do. Like a lot of people are scared to do the property. Some of them are just saying, you know what? I don't have to, even if it's a turnkey property where they don't manage the property, they'll still say, oh, that just seems too scary. I'll go do a fund or I'll go do a syndication or something like that, where I can just throw my money at somebody else and let them handle it, which is almost like the kind of the light version of doing a mutual fund, right? It's like, yeah. I'll just go there. I'm more comfortable there. How, how did you get over that? Because I mean, not only did you do the first one, I mean, you're, well on your way to hitting, you know, hitting your max that your credit will allow, you know? And that, that first, I don't, that first one was very, yeah, it was, it was scary. Mm-hmm. There is a certain amount of like taking that first step and into the unknown. Um, yeah. I'm not, a, I guess just through studying and hearing your podcasts, um, mm-hmm. learning more, I, I felt like I needed to take a chance, um, mm-hmm. to try something different. So, but I, I believe me, once you do that first purchase after that, it, it is so much easier. And mm-hmm. especially once you start, the proof of concept starts happening yeah. and then passive income is starting to be built. Then it's, it's like unbelievable. And what it did was it changed my mindset. Being um, a film technician is means like you're a freelancer. You work yeah. a project, maybe it's three months, maybe it's a week on a commercial and then you're not working. So there was a certain amount of uncertainty and anxiety that was in the back of my mind that I didn't even really realize. It's like people that work in my world, you have a certain amount of money in the bank as a savings. Yeah. And that's like, that keeps the anxiety at bay Uh because you know, you might not work, you know? So now that I've started to build this passive income, I realize how dangerous the position I was in before when I was just relying on working. It was a scary position to be in. And I didn't even realize it when I was in it. But now looking back on it, I'm like, oh my God. I mean, it was, you know, if you get hurt and you can't work or Mm -hmm. things happen in life. I mean, so it was a precipitous situation and I'm kind of glad that that I found you. Yeah, it was kind of like that. uh, I was telling somebody on another podcast interview recently where um, I said it was kind of like that fire alarm, right? Like, even if it was just the test fire alarm that went off, like really with the whole what's essential, non-essential, you know, with business and stuff. And, and especially your industry got hit hard by that. Cause of course you're in California, right. And everything else going on and, and you, you know, you got strikes and everything else too, you know, on top of that, like it was, it's, it was kind of like that big wake up call for you, wasn't it? Yeah, most definitely. And I feel like most people have missed that wake up call. Like some get it. Like they're like, Ugh, I need to do something, but they're not sure what to do. Right. While there's been others saying, well, at least I got through that next, right? Where, but again, their life is still 100% active income. Yeah, the, the, the W-2. 
but also, you know, like I think in my family too, we weren't raised necessarily to be on entrepreneurial. Like my dad had a YouTube job and yeah. uh, his generation though, you know, he worked for one company for like his entire career, you know, and then, and then retired from that. So he never, he never looked for a job. Like no. once he got that one in 73, he just kept working, you know, until he was done, <laughs> which is, we don't have that kind of security, you know? No, definitely not. Definitely not. So tell us now, like, what's, what's that difference? Now you've seen, now you start to have income coming in. Now you're about halfway to your goal already. Right. Um, what's, what's been the difference? What's changed for you? Um, well, I mean, definitely that, like, I, I don't, I mean, I, occasionally I'll get some anxiety around, like, you know, I need to get the next project. Uh-huh. Definitely having that, like moving forward in the right direction on the path is definitely, I think that's the, the best part for me is just that it's reduced that anxiety, you know, that little voice in the back of your head. So, and just seeing that it, that it's working, I'm excited to continue down the, the path, you know? Yeah. The journey. You kind of got that good carrot dangling now, right? Now you start to get a taste of the income and you're like, well, keep exactly. it coming. Let's go. What's the next, what's the next deal. Right. And, you know, and there is going to be like some roadblocks, some stumbles, things mm-hmm. happen, you know, like you get a service call or what something, you know, happened at the rental unit, but um, all in all, it's just, it's, it's worth it. It's definitely worth it. Yeah. Are you managing any of your own properties or is it all? No. Everything is um, out of California. So even if I wanted to, I long distance manage seems like a recipe for disaster. <laughs> I, and the thing is with uh, good property management, you hear about it after the fact, really, yeah. unless it's a major thing where they need authorization to spend more money. But right, like you hear, oh, there was a service call last month, you know, like, I don't know, the pilot went out and the hot water heater or whatever it is, you know? Yeah. So it's kind of, you don't get the... F- 2 a.m. phone calls, you know. Yeah. And you have properties in which states now? Uh, and well, my partner, she's from Ohio. So uh, especially in the beginning, I wanted to visit and see everything that we were purchasing. So uh-huh. we started in Ohio where she's from and we go to Ohio every year. So it's like, it just made it a lot easier. We kind of understand the area. And so in Ohio and then uh, in Indiana and then one in Tennessee. Awesome. Yeah. So you definitely got it in multiple markets. They're not just in one place. So if something tanks, you're not stuck there either. Even within Ohio, we're in um, a couple different cities. So yeah, exactly. Regional market, you know? So, so what would, what would advice would you give those listening? Cause I know there's a lot of people listening and they, and they might've been just like you, they're listening to tons and tons of podcasts, yeah. reading books and they're, and they're still seeking that information or looking for something. What would you recommend to them? I think the thing is, um, I hear them talk about this thing called analysis paralysis <laughs> on web on different podcasts. You might have mentioned that too, mm-hmm. and it's like at some point you you have to take that leap, and you know, and face the fear. And then once you're on the other side, it's really it's not as bad as the fear made it. You know, because there's all these scenarios that come in your mind. Well, like what happens if this, you know happens or all the scenarios that could be bad like come into your head and it's like you really need to get some experience get on the other side of the line face your fear and make that first step and it's everything falls into place after that perfect i totally agree i totally agree with that 
Well, Louis, I appreciate your time today. It's been so great being able to talk with you and and uh, even just catch up today as well. Yeah, we caught up before this and just got to see that progress you've made and and you know and continuing path that you're on. And I'm excited. Like I'm I'm excited to see you be able to say, you know what? Screw the pension. I'm good. Like I don't need it. Right. If I get it, it's a bonus, but I'm okay. On the cake. That's right. On the cake. If I get that, you know. So exactly. Yeah. Well, good. Thanks so much again for being on here today. And I know everybody else probably appreciate this as well to get your perspective on it. So uh, everybody, you know, you heard it. Like you can read books, you can listen to podcasts all day long, but it does require some faith. It requires that leap of faith to act. And uh, it might just be, you know, put, you know, dipping that foot in the water a little bit, just getting that toe in there and, and trying it out. Absolutely. But the great thing is eventually as time goes on, your faith builds to the point where like Louie and I were like, Hey, this is easy. This is a no brainer guys. This is so simple to do. You know, it's not hard to do. Um, yeah, it's all in our head, right? It's all in our head. What we think is hard because it's not what we're comfortable with, but uh, the yeah. freedom. Change the mindset. Change the mindset. That's the bottom line. Exactly. You got to change that mindset. You got to open up to new ideas and get away. Like what you said earlier was that comfort, comfort, right? It was like, not just stay with what's comfortable, but have a little discomfort to be able to get that freedom. Yeah. So. Yeah. I want to say if you get outside of your comfort zone and that could be, it doesn't have to just do with investing. It's like anything yeah. in life, like magical things can happen. You know, you're, you're uncomfortable, but the fact that you tried something new, something magic can happen. So don't discount that for sure. That's right. I'm sure as a yogi, you were doing a lot of breath work during those times, especially when the anxiety kicked in, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's good to, to balance your body, you know, and definitely recommend it. Yeah, absolutely. You don't balance the body. You don't balance the mind either. That's so true. Yeah. So. Well, again, thanks so much, Louie, and everybody else. Thank you for joining us today. Remember, it's not about listening to this. It's about taking action on it and getting results. Guys, I hope you make a wonderful and prosperous week. We'll see you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.